0: The following production is part of the Weeby Geeks Podcast
1: Collective.
0: This podcast is a member of the Red 5 Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts and content creators, visit bio.link red5.
1: To another episode of Wookie Radio, it is the Smuggler's Three, Ken, Derek, and myself, Mike. How you guys doing? Hello, hello. Okay. I'm readjusting my levels here. Um, right. Um, check out the homepage, WookieRadio.net. Support our affiliates like Biddy Boomers. Use code WeebyGeeks for 15 percent off your purchase of Bluetooth speakers from Biddy Boomers. Uh, Red Flag Workshop. Use code Smuggler Three for your purchase on various patches and key rings from them. Uh, they got some great star Wars related patches. I have on my personal backpack. The Aldron National Park. I believe it says sorry, we're closed as part of the design. Um also too, Rebel Sabres, check out them. Use code Wookie for 10% off your purchase and go to hanger-58.com. Use code Wookie Radio for 10% off your purchase of various geek related shirts, sweatshirts, socks, etc. from them. Uh, if you want to email us, email us at Wookie Radio at gmail.com or you can contact us at four zero seven four nine four six one one zero which is the Weebie geeks podcast collective hotline so anything else i'm missing guys i don't think so yeah i think you got it all i think i got it all because that's what we do bum, bum, bum. oh wait sorry that's farmer's insurance um ahsoka we're going to talk about episode three uh we're also going to
2: wait a minute there's been three episodes has been
1: three episodes <laughs> we talked about one and two last week because we're I, I've labeled the star wars.coms calling their recaps Ahsoka analyzed listen thank cute? I'm calling ours the fulcrum files I, I kind of like fulcrum files a little better
0: and we can't use star wars.coms anyway because they put it up two or three days after the
1: premiere yeah but I, I wasn't sure what they were gonna call it but we end up coming you know even like mighty Marvel geeks when we do show recaps of the Marvel shows we come up with something on our own totally different than than what uh Marvel does um but no it's Oh, I hate this. Um, we're going to talk that, uh, Hasbro made some announcements with their fan stream about some new figures and whatnot coming out. Yeah. Um, I got info about how Ahsoka drew viewership wise for the first two episodes.
0: I like the uh, the theory or uh, I saw another story that actually was reporting on this and and then why Disney actually did release this info because usually they don't.
1: Right. And then uh, also going to touch a little bit on the the status of the HasLab project of the ghost uh, since it made news uh, today, as we're recording on StarWars.com. Ah. So, so yeah, um, I guess to start us off, Hasbro, the fan stream <laughs> reveals a bunch of stuff coming for the Ahsoka series. And uh, there's a few pieces already that there's one piece that Zoe's going, please take my mommy and daddy's money now. And then i'm telling her save your allowance uh there's a few pieces that i'm like take my money now because it fits within the line and a few other pieces I, i may consider looking at um so to start off the big thing in the star wars black series it was announced the sabine wren premium electronic helmet
0: now what's electronic in these
1: uh it has like voice chips with different uh, show or mo- or show quotes, or if you, with the viewfinder, you might get the viewfinder sound with it inside the helmet. Yeah. Uh, I know my X-Wing pilot helmet's got different um, movie quotes from the original trilogy with it.
0: Yeah, they need to have a remote with that so that you don't have to touch the helmet. You just got a button in your hand, you click.
1: Yeah, yeah. That would be the next direction to go. Because with the X-Wing pilot helmet, you, you have to touch... On the left side, there's a small button.
2: Hit. Yeah, I'm sure there are people that have done that on their own. Yeah,
1: it must be. But uh, this is modeled after the look in the show, not from Rebels, but from the Ahsoka series. And I mentioned that to Zoe. She goes, I don't care. It's Sabine's helmet. I want Sabine's helmet. Okay. originally you know, we were looking at um, ones from like Duvas or some of these other third party groups. That have them for paint job like season one or season two. Yeah. And we were considering getting those. But they're like 300, 400 bucks. Mm.
0: Well, this one's still gonna be at least, what, 100, 150? Uh,
1: 131, 132 bucks. But my hope is, unfortunately, it's not gonna be available until next fall. <laughs> which I don't understand because this is basically, it's a repaint of bo helmet. It is the same mold as bo helmet. Yeah. They're repainted. They could be doing this now and have them out now.
0: Yeah, but it not allowed months. to announce anything and put it out at the same time. No, they have to announce it a year ahead of time. <sighs> yeah. So that people can sell out.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, when this becomes available in the parks next year, next fall Zoe's already said can we wait until you get your your cast discount your your holiday cast discount and we can get it for a little cheaper i'm like sounds like a plan to me <laughs> <laughs> because i will i will get my discount on it in the parks uh continuing on in the black series um uh, figure wise ezra bridger both and this has more this this has the head sculpt of the actor from the live action yeah it's what it looks like it. this
2: is
0: everything in here that they've shown that they're showing here is from the Ahsoka series.
1: Um, up next is the chopper. But this is, this is, this is just a reissue because the chopper in the series has been refurbed and, and made to look cleaner, and this one's still got like add-on where it looks like add-on metal was added to them, and, and more from the series. So this is this is just a it's a reissue. Um, an HK assassin droid. Obviously, there's some detail missing because the the eyepiece is red, not black like it like the character is. Yeah. Or or I'll sure. Look- Or should be a dark, or if it is red, it needs to be a darker red to show more of the visor tint.
0: That's more of a paint choice, I think.
1: Yeah. yeah um morgan uh elspeth it's not bad D- you know seeing this now okay i'm seeing more of the night sister look
0: yeah mm-hmm. she needs a hood and they need to make her skirt the maroon color too
1: yeah this next well, i think one. she wants to stand out a little <laughs> yeah this next one's the one that i want professor who yang this looks sharp
0: yeah but he's only got two arms
1: i know oh he has a backpack accessory that has the uh additional arms
2: he does yeah also, it's nice to see him wearing a loincloth. Yeah. <laughs> Should always grow up.
1: Um, then we it's also. Showing. Well, he, he has a, he has like a kilt slash loincloth yeah. type thing in the, in the series as well. Mm-hmm. Like a blacksmith.
0: Well, remember when we first meet C-3PO, his parts are showing. So Hu Yang's making sure his parts are showing.
1: <laughs> it's true too. Uh, and then the final piece is um, Barak, the former Inquisitor. But his sabers are still red as opposed to Balin and Shen who are orange blades. But I but I love how the look of this, of his armor I I them. Ha, has, has the rustic look or has like rust or orange paint added to it yeah uh and yes derek sorry i overstepped you, on you um i agree i'm surprised we do not have a balen or or shin mm. black series figure
0: i think they already put them out didn't they oh no. they already announced them
1: no not at all well then uh vintage collection we have an hk87 droid so
0: the
2: vintage think- is a three and three quarter right correct i don't know why but i kind of like this one better than the black
1: series one i i am digging the the black series or i'm digging the um vintage collection a lot more these days than I am mm. black series. I mean, black series, very few pieces that I'm in, interested in or would or go after who Yang is one of those because I mean, that black series who Yang looks really good. Yeah. Um, the others I'm like, eh, okay. Um, but the HK droid vintage looks amazing. Mm. Um, Hera general Hera Cindula, which in many ways, this looks better than the one that they're putting out with the ghost. <laughs> I know, it's funny but i'm glad that this one's coming out because then you could you know swap them out with, with the ghost ship if you if you paid the 400 500 bucks for the ghost
0: yeah well i think a part of what is um this is actually modeled off the live action hera yes. and uh the other hera action figures modeled off the anime animated hera yes, the, yes. The, the the ones that are modeled after the live action um, actors always look a little bit better
1: but the, the cool thing is with the ghost the that the way they've made the ghost look live action could be animated as well.
0: Yeah. Well, the ship hasn't changed.
1: Right. And they and they took the elements from how it looked in the animation for live action. So it could, it could go either way. Um Black Series Morgan. Black Series? I mean, vintage collection Morgan, which I like, I like what they did with the soft goods on her skirt here.
0: Yeah, her yeah. skirt looks better here. This I looks, like the color on it, yeah.
1: This, this looks closer to what it is in the show than what they show in the Black Series where, oh, we're just going to do black black fabric or black
2: plastic. Yeah. I find the pose interesting as well. Yeah. It looks, uh, it looks like she's ready to fight, ready to throw down. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Uh, up next. Star Wars Retro Collection. There are seven figures in this collection. I have These not. Are- I have not read this story, so I don't know how many they list here. But yeah, there's seven. I know that because I am getting this series.
0: <laughs> See, I don't know the classic ones. Uh, the the they, when they first started the retro collections, those, those ones look cool. These ones, to me, almost look like the cheap Turkish knockoffs.
2: Yeah, yeah, a little These bit. Ones still
0: are not as good as the. Um, the original ones, when they did, um, basically a modern version of the original um, figures from the 70s. Yeah, those ones yeah. looked kind of cool because that's what they were going for. But these modern figures taken into this style, I'm not liking it as much.
1: Yeah, uh, the, Mandal- the Mandalorian set was great, Wave One and Two. Obi Wan was actually pretty decent.
0: These look like Star Dollar Tree uh, Star Wars figures. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
1: I w- I will say the the Ahsoka from the Mando season two looks better than this. <laughs> Uh, Even the head sculpt, it looks a lot better. This looks like a new head sculpt. And of course, the the soft goods with the cape. But I will still get these because it's the retro collection for a series that didn't exist when we were kids. And they're making a retro style figure for this show. Well, those are all yours, man. Yep. Yeah, I'm quite a content with that. Uh, so we got Ahsoka, uh, as I mentioned first, uh, comes with her two lightsabers um, and the soft goods cloak that she wears. Um, Morgan, this is the first time I'm seeing this figure. The the body, the body's okay for what it is. It almost looks like the Obi Wan legs a little bit, a little bit. I don't I
0: don't like the way the the whole like solid skirt to go with it.
1: Yeah, mm. but in the retro, you know, if this was back in the '70s '80s. Yeah. Despite what her dress was like, this is how her dress would have been on the figure. Main color is black, so it's going to be a black dress. Cool. I'm okay with that. Vintage collection, black series, when they could do an actual soft goods skirt, they nailed it for vintage collection. Black series, they failed, in my opinion. But to me, though, her head looks like the old Fisher Price. <laughs> you, you know the characters I'm talking about?
0: yeah little people
1: no not the little people it was like the adventure things that they had the scuba tanks and the yeah 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 it's what the three it's what the original retro line was based on was those Fisher-Price figures cuz the original prototypes the pigeon were those character those figures repainted for Star Wars hmm. think his head back, looks like one of those
0: yeah i just went back and looked at the black series version of Morgan Ellsworth that they showed and i think the, the problem is that's not soft goods that's a vinyl cape i know or it's, like hard plastic, right? Yeah,
1: that's that's the problem. Black
0: Series, you're paying thirty-five dollars and you're getting all plastic and there's no soft goods. Know, uh, yeah, right? that's
1: a problem. That's a that's a problem I, I have with my uh shore trooper captain is he's got like the, the arc trooper type skirt. Yeah. I expect it to be soft goods. No. It's it's, it's, it's a hard vinyl or or, or the, the the plastic. It's like, "Oh, come on. This limits my posing with them if I want to do a posing." Uh the the HK Assassin droid. I I love this even though the actual droid is all red. I like how with the retro. They, well, remember they, they, they the did the multi-color. Ep- they do the multicolor because yeah. that's what they did for this type of thing back in the day.
0: Well, also, if you look um if you remember the first episode there was six or seven of these and each of them had a little bit different paint job
1: yeah but i i, I like the look of this the uh hk droid for the retro yeah. uh sabine run um
0: it's interesting that she has a lightsaber she holds and there's one painted on her leg
1: yeah <laughs> i actually i think that's a mold i think that may be a molded piece on her leg okay yeah i i find that interesting too um but i, I like i like the look I of the character helmet is not removable which is fine um this is definitely very stylized Look, I mean, look at the original Boba Fett. Look, that armor was semi close to what it was in the film. It, it hit the the proper accent pieces. This does the same thing. This yeah. looks really nice for well, a retro piece.
0: Remember, the original Boba Fett was a lot brighter colors in it. Yeah, same thing here. The colors on here, the colors in the show are very <laughs> muted. Here, they're much brighter. This is more like what she would have done if um if you'd done an animated version of her at the age of the Ahsoka show.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I'm. I really, I really do like. Uh, like this piece. Uh, the hair looks pretty decent. For the live or for the retro this one almost looks more 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 towards a vintage collection than retro Because because the jacket being molded like that i don't think would have happened back in the day it would have been painted it would have been paint i mean look, look at the han solo with the vests the vests were painted
0: yeah you know what um you know what also these figures except for these ones look they're not quite as skinny but this um the retro series just for this collection also reminds me of the um resistance figures star wars resistance yeah Except for those who were like super super skinny like there was no plastic in them at all
1: yeah mm-hmm. yeah i almost wish they were it's funny you say that because i have Tora, yeah right here <laughs> and she's super skinny oh yeah and and the I've, and she's also I don't know, this may be she may yet be at that height but see, this has a, this has an animated look to it it doesn't have yeah. a retro look even though this particular wave they did a five poa on yeah
0: well um also the you want to know how popular those figures are They're actually they're like 2 bucks at 5 below right now They're still on the pegs of 5 below
1: My 5 below doesn't have them
0: and There's a couple left here
1: I may have to have you send me a text think, of who's still I there.
0: Who, I think that's who does all that's left is her.
1: Uh, uh, if it is, pick me up another one. Uh, I may have you pick me up another one so I could give it to Zoe. I have to look and see because Zoe, you know, Zoe and I interviewed uh, Myrna yeah. on uh, Adventures and Geek. Uh chopper in the retro, which I mean, this doesn't look too bad, and, and I lo- and I love how they got the sticker for it i mean they they did the old sticker look Mm -hmm. and of course with chopper he does have the signature wheel for the third leg which was not really an option for the retro figures back in the day unless you bought like the droid factory sets that came with it um but i'm okay with that for for this set or for this one is this part that's part of the character i mean you always see chopper with that with that caster wheel
0: yeah
1: uh and then mark
0: this is actually out of the seven figures from this line this is the one that looks the best
1: yeah, I'll tell you, see Mark, you know, I don't. One of my complaints, I guess, like, with the series, you know, I'll, I'll probably repeat this in the when we do the good, the bad, the nitpicky, because we haven't really gotten a really good look at him. So we're seeing it in the figures. And, and I, I'm i almost wondering if Mark is the, the precursor to the Knights of Ren because he has a very knight-esque vibe to him.
0: I was going to bring that up during the uh, talk about the show, that and also um, when you see Balin on the um, dais with all the people, the guys behind him, all of those guys, except for the droids, look like like Knights of Ren yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah, maybe this group is what becomes the Knights of Ren. Could be very interesting.
1: <laughs> we'll we'll save that for when we get there. So, yeah. um, I will say there was uh oh, who had it? There was also some pipeline. Oh, I have it on my phone. Uh, I took pictures. There was also some pipe pipeline reveals that they announced today as well. Are these the pictures you sent us? Yes, in the black series, Oma Naden Yes, which. I think I said, once they came out with Doc Ondar, we better be seeing more Ithorian Black Series because they've got the mold now. I will get Moma just because he's Black Series Ithorian. (laughs) We'll get them. I am digging them. Uh, Also, two R5 and R5D4 and Pit Droids. So this would be from uh, Mandalorian Season 2, Season 3. I guess Book of Boba Fett as well. Yeah. So it's probably a three pack. Uh, In the vintage collection, we have a chopper, Jango Fett, a new Captain Rex. Yet another Darth Vader, yet another Stormtrooper, which I'd be okay with that if it's, if it's a newer, newer sculpt with better articulation. A new R2-D2, which I don't need, but I'll probably get anyway because it's R2-D2. Well, I, would, I wouldn't guarantee
0: these are new. They could just be re-releases of the same the they mold. They
1: could be. Uh, As... as Everyone has pointed out Luke X-wing because They misspelled pilot. Or did they? P i o l e t.
2: Maybe if, that's the way it's supposed to be spelled. Yeah, it's maybe. not. It's not Luke pilot. Luke. It's pilot Luke. That's a whole different thing. Oh,
1: he's French. I don't
2: what, but
1: he's French, right? Or French Canadian? Yeah,
2: sure. I am the Piolette.
1: And then Princess Leia, and finally vintage yeah. collection pipeline Jedi Revan. Yeah, yes, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And for all you meat bags out there, HK forty-seven. Yeah,
2: yeah. I have him. I
1: will have him as well. Nice. I thought, Derek, you would be happy for that, mm-hmm. and, I, and I am glad we're getting him in vintage collection and not black series. Yeah, very cool. <laughs> I'm excited so i i am hoping we get more stuff from uh black series for kotar and kotar too
2: yeah
0: they're remaking yeah. getting ready to really release the original code we're going to probably see more
1: yeah and especially since yeah. all of those are supposed to be now canon or the new is that- game's going supposed to be canon
0: well when it's released yes
1: yeah when it's released we so, still
0: don't have a, that was supposed to be fall of this year but they're just nowhere near ready because they've not no. re- announced the an actual release date yet
1: yeah mm. right. which is fine i'd rather them take their time and make sure everything's done right
2: yeah <laughs> unless they pull one of those oh it's coming out tomorrow what <laughs> oh <laughs> it's just a re-release
1: um then we have the ghost the ghost has met it's uh has met oh has met has met as well oh has, has met, met oh. <laughs> yeah it's well past its goal its goal yeah um not a surprise at time of recording 12,102 backers with seven days left to go all right uh so we have received we are getting the ghost with Hera and we have unlocked um or getting the ghost with Hera with the Phantom Two and we have unlocked uh Ezra. I gotta hear Okay. Yeah. Ezra's. Well, Ezra,
0: Kanan, and Zeb are all three unlocked already. Nice. Oh, wait a
1: minute. No, 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 no. Ezra's unlocked. Ezra's unlocked. Kanan at 14,000. Zeb at 17,000.
0: We may not get those two because you've got seven days left as of time of recording, and it, they're already at 12,000 backers, so.
1: What would be nice is if uh, Hasbro just turned around and said, you know what? Screw it. We're, we're going to put all three in. Yeah. We're just going to go ahead and unlock all three.
0: Well, then if they do, they won't do that until after the, everything's. I. I Oh, yeah. It probably will not because yeah. then people will try to think, hey, we should do that for all of these things. True. That doesn't mean that's not figures they can release later and sell for well, premium.
1: Who's to say that they couldn't go ahead and make these and then turn uh, Kanan and Zeb into, um, and then do Sabine in this style, Sabine and Chopper, make the four of them uh, San Diego Comic Con exclusives for next year. Yeah. So, uh, so what the ghost, the, the, the images and everything, the stuff looks great.
0: Yeah. The only uh, one that's a little annoying, but I understand because that's, um, you'd have to go even bigger, is the Phantom 2 is actually small for a small for yeah. scale of what the figures are.
1: Yeah, because that's a dual cockpit. This is a single. Yeah, well, originally
0: the fan- dual the- cockpit, you had like six seats behind it. In like a um, in the um, underneath the fin
1: there. Oh yeah, jump seats on the side, three on each side. Yeah, yeah. But the cockpit was a dual seat. Mm-hmm. Single seat was a Phantom One. Yeah. Um,
0: but understand scale and the size you actually can
1: do and stuff. But the, the lounge looks amazing, just like the series. Yeah, the uh, cockpit, everything just looks absolutely amazing. Uh, the Phantom too does have chopper. Yeah, it's just the head it's part of it, I believe. Yeah, <laughs> and looks actually underscale for what it, what it what he should be figure wise. Yeah.
0: Not much. If you look at Harris sitting in the cockpit beside him, yeah. But then again, remember this is a toy, yeah. Technically, but, I mean
1: the thing looks absolutely amazing. So I, I'm glad for the collectors who were willing to put the money out there that uh, it did get it did get funded. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It, it just it, it tells me too vintage collection will get funded. Black series will not.
0: Well, it depends on what they're putting out of Black Series, right? Um. The way, this one though, um. If you remember back the original with the Razor Crest. <laughs> It went for ultra-realistic, as close as they could get to re- The Sail barge and the um, Razor Crest with scale, with um, everything in it and stuff, went for ultra-realistic. This actually has the feel of kind of the right balance between playability and, and um, realism. Yeah. Right. Because if you look, the scale on it is actually a little bit smaller than what it should be for the size figure. Right. But it's playable, and it's not so overwilding that um, you can't pick it up.
1: Correct. And and the detail.
0: I like the way they did the stuff they changed and the way they did the balance on this between the two was really nice.
1: And the detail is a great balance between the live action and the animated. Yeah. So it could it could go either direction. Mm-hmm. And it it looks great. Um, I one of those I wish I had the money for it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. With me, it's as much as much wish I had the money as if wish I had somewhere to put it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's the other thing for me. I have a small house. I mean, if I had the ideal scenario, yeah, I would have gotten this because this would have been going next to like the the Falcon from uh, the Target had exclusive for the Galaxy's Edge tie-in that had Chewie, and Hondo, and the Hyper Crystal crates and the forks. Um, but tell you right now, if they were to change up Galaxy's Edge and and make a. Uh, and change it to the mandoverse still like keep the falcon there but i would not mind seeing even if it was just half of the ghost i wouldn't mind seeing the ghost present as well
0: and hey, mike it's that not the Mando; it's the new republic era
1: whatever it's the mandoverse that's right <laughs> it's the mandoverse
0: <laughs> in the last couple of weeks they've made such a distinct to make sure that everybody knows the different names of the eras what they were this is the new republic era
2: well they they just put on another official timeline exactly yeah.
1: Okay, so the new Republic era, you still have Stormtroopers. You still have yeah. Inquisitor S. It would
0: not take much for them to um, make some modifications and to turn no. it the new
1: No, would not. You just got to figure character- out, you just gotta figure out your character- villains.
0: Change. Yeah, the character change is all you'd have to
2: change.
1: Yeah, Hondo could still stay. You would have to and find you someone. Go- you, you could add Ahsoka. You could add Mando. You could add Boba Fett. You could add Fennec Shan. Um, the
2: Republic era of Mandoverse.
1: Should we still be around? Or could still be around? Even though he's not in the New Republic media yet, but nothing says he's there with the Falcon. Even though we haven't seen the Falcon in the, the Mando verse, or we've seen Hondo, we we know they they go. We know they go that far. Yeah, because it's already been established that hondo made it to the to the the time period between the last jet uh, yeah last jedi and rise of skywalker because he's canon for star cruiser and current galaxy's edge so he survived
0: well he's current he's canon on the star cruiser for another week
1: another month but he's
0: oh, at the end of september
1: yeah. yeah okay but he's also in the parks though yeah he he it's hondo is who you is guiding you and through training on the falcon yes right so he, he's still canon hondo's canon and in that timeline so he he's alive during the ahsoka ver, or mandoverse cool this is how you know batu could be how they tie in Chewie and with the other characters and hondo with the other characters for this time period is at batu and the adventures at Batu that does not have to appear on screen. So, but no, I, I would love to see something with the ghost or even the Phantom show up on site. Locate you know, if, they, might, if they did change over, that might actually be a little easier for them to do. The Phantom would be a lot easier for them to do. Yeah, but the ghost would be impressive to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I I see the Phantom being a little easier to do because we're seeing more of the Phantom in in the show than we are the ghost anyway at the moment. Yeah,
0: that's I think they're saving the ghost for something, something big.
1: Yeah, but we could we could also add, you know, we have the New Republic X-Wing, which is where we're eventually going, even though we're still seeing Republic X-Wings in the series. Now, Uh, we're going to start seeing the New Republic X-Wings soon. We have the A-Wing at the park as well. Wouldn't be that hard at this point in time to add an E-Wing into the park. There's space. Yeah. There's room to do it. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I, 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 would love to see an E wing added as well. So, uh, and then I'm going to touch on this one briefly. Ahsoka draws 14 million views for the first episode, making it the, the series like- n- number one globally on the streaming platform.
0: Disney never puts out these numbers at all.
1: No, but usually guess- not.
0: There was a bunch of um, websites putting out um, right before Disney put, released this. There was a bunch of websites putting out there how um, they were getting number, getting numbers like 1.5 million and stuff like that for the weekend for Ahsoka, which would make it one of the l- lowest rated shows they've ever done.
2: Yeah. They're saying how Ahsoka's
0: like dead, dead in the water because of this.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So Disney jumped right on top of it and said, no, 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 no wait. <laughs> no, it had 14, which is the, one of the best streaming um, premieres they've ever had.
1: It, it is the number one glo- making the series number one globally on the platform.
0: Yeah, currently. I'm saying, though, I don't think anybody, anything else has premiered from uh, Disney, I, Marvel, not. any of them. Yeah. I think this has blown out everything they've released on Disney Plus.
1: So I'm wondering how much of that was the hype of making the switch from Wednesday to Tuesday in the earlier time as well. I don't That's think a, that made, made a different. difference. But this series, this series was definitely marketed well. Yeah. As, oh, appo- yeah. as opposed to Book of Boba Fett. Um, right. Season one, Mandalorian. Was was marketed fairly well but book of boba fett and or did okay leading up to this show but i i haven't seen them pump like this since first season of mandalorian mm-hmm. yeah and and it reflects it this is well, what happens if that, you market something. yeah but also helps
0: that um clone wars and um the rebels picked up right where clone wars dropped off um crowd or um fan wise yeah were both extremely well-loved by all fandom, just about. Yep. There was very little major criticism that was um negatives on those two shows. Once Clone Wars got up and running, when it first started, a lot of people were talking about how kitty it was and stuff. But once yeah. they actually got up and rolling, it um got better.
1: See, and, and I think doing the first two, three episodes as the movie didn't help either. Yeah, I don't think it Cause, did. Cause really. it, it, it was it was not meant to go on the big screen. And it was no. so painfully obvious. When you saw it yeah. on the big screen, is like now, mind you, I did not see it on the big screen originally, either. but I, I have I seen I have seen it since on the big screen.
0: I enjoyed it on the big screen, but I mean, I it enjoyed was, it,
1: but it did not. It did not translate to big screen because it was not drawn and animated for big screen. It was drawn yeah. and animated for TV. So it did not translate well to the big screen, to that large screen.
2: Right. Yeah, that's my only he, problem with it. And I think that's the, uh, commercials and trailers for it just didn't, it didn't look good. That's why I didn't go see it.
1: I mean, I was excited for the series, but I didn't originally go see it because I I wasn't a fan of the, of the marketing leading up to it. It's like, just get it on TV already. Screw this, but No. Uh, I, I'm, if, if this is the real numbers, 14 million views, that's great. It's amazing. And see what happens when you market something, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, Derek, I'm going to have you hit us off with, uh, the first part for our Ahsoka recap.
2: Okay. So, um, for our recaps we like to bring in uh we started doing a little something that i created on one of my other podcasts and we call it the good the bad and the nitpicky and that's where we just kind of pick something uh that we really liked about the episode something we perhaps did not like so much or or wish was different and maybe something that just kind of annoyed us a little bit but not enough to affect our enjoyment of the episode and uh we we like to uh Start with the nitpicky and go backwards to the good. So, hey, don't uh, look at me. You're the one that bought a droid off the clearance rack. That's a little nitpicky. <laughs> 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 um, I guess I'll start with the nitpicky, or well, maybe not, because I don't know if I have a nitpicky.
1: I I kind of teased mine earlier in the show right, we're talking ahead. about the figures, Merrick or Mark.
2: Oh, right, yeah.
1: I I think I mean, we're not seeing enough of him to really get an idea of of who the character is. Yeah. What
2: he looks like. I feel like that's coming. So I I hope so.
1: It's like, it's like, I couldn't figure out what was going on with the voice in this episode yeah. it's like okay are, are they trying to make him sound like a, a death trooper
2: yeah right yeah. or
1: or or what it was almost like they haven't figured they hadn't figured out what to do with his voice does he yeah. does he have a damaged vocal order on on the helmet that's making it sound screwed up Because his armor is quite beat up
2: right or does he have a cybernetic voice box or who knows yeah so uh, yeah I'm going to kind of agree with you, but not go full way because it doesn't bother me that we haven't seen the full Merrick yet, but the voice did. That would be my nitpicky, because at first, I didn't even realize he was actually saying anything. Yeah,
1: yeah. There was I that too. Was,
2: I thought it was some other language, you know, alien language. And then I'm like, wait a minute. I think he's actually saying words. I think I understand some of them. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna go with his actual voice. That's my nitpicky.
1: Uh but going back to the figures and you know, saying where we're seeing that the outfit looks like maybe he he's the start of the precursor. Or the or with him and like Ken mentioned earlier too with uh with Balin and the crew there. Maybe this is where the nicer get started
2: yeah maybe and uh what about you Ken? do you have any nitpickies i had a couple pop in the head but i'm trying to remember what they were (laughs) don't you hate when that
0: happens uh
1: suffering from mike syndrome
0: (laughs) yeah i'm scrubbing through the episode a little bit just to see there was something not really there's uh, i mean these have been pretty well um solid so far for the first three yeah all right then
1: my Uh, my only other nitpicky is i know we talked about how the other episodes were, were a little slow, but didn't feel slow. This one to me felt slow. Uh, interesting. This one felt a little slow tempo wise.
2: Yeah. Now,
0: got, oh, go ahead. Um, at the very beginning, the training sequence with uh, Sabine. Now, Star Wars has always been inspired by all kinds of other things.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: But this almost was too obvious, kendo or something, or actual Japanese martial arts.
1: Yeah.
0: 100%. It wasn't yeah. inspired right. by that. It was almost like they had. Taking it, I mean, even um, the four, the each um word that Huyang Yang says sounds like a Japanese word almost, yeah, it, yes. not but
1: well, no, <laughs> they're they're yeah, even using the uh, um, the bokan the bokans, yeah, the the ninja boken, wooden boat ninja bokans because the because. Too- there are in the martial arts world there are the, the katanas yeah that are the curved and then the bokens which are more straight blade or a straight sword that was typically used for ninja um, it, definitely boken. it's like why are we using wood instead of a training saber
2: yeah that was a little
0: well, weird, weird to have me. training sabers <laughs> but then again who yang would know how to make them yeah so you well you gotta think also when Sabine originally was training with um, Kanan and Ezra they were using
2: sticks yeah. Yeah, but they had limited resources. Yeah. And that's because Kanan
1: wasn't ready for Sabine to use the dark saber yet. He yeah. was building her up to it. Right, right. But that's the only other time we have seen wood swords used in training in any of the franchise.
2: Yeah, it seems like they would have something different.
1: I mean, the the younglings at the temple were using training sabers.
0: They've yeah. also been probably using those for a very long time. They may have been um, six or seven at the mo, or five or six, but they've been probably re- playing with training sabers for like three or four years.
1: <laughs> right. But still,
0: they were yeah, also just- not sparring, they were working with um, remotes.
1: Yeah. But again, training right. saber does not have the capacity of doing damage if there's a damage it's like it's like a it's like a it's like a a taser hit
0: exactly so they probably were not if they were training against each other they were probably using wooden sticks
1: No, they still use train they still use the training sabers
0: they never show it for um, the younglings no but younglings with the training sabers all have remotes they're all training against remotes
1: right but when we see Anakin and Obi-Wan in the Obi-Wan series and the flashbacks their their sabers are in training mode we have we have seen them
0: ready to go Jedi at that point
1: right but we've also seen and heard them talk in current canon books and, and even in in this in the other shows that the sabers have been when they train they are pulled into training mode no matter what so no one loses a limb or life yeah. it's in a low power mode so maybe you get a scratch. Yeah, but Small I'm still. Cut. What I'm
0: saying though is, you probably don't put that in the hands of a youngling to swing at each other.
1: Who knows? But I I know we haven't seen wood wood training stuff either. No, we had
2: seen them, other than like I said on rebels.
1: Correct. But
2: the the to go back to the the original point that you made was that it felt with 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 the actual wooden swords and the and the words he was saying and everything, it did feel very. Um, yes. Indeed. V- v- very Japanese.
0: Just yeah. like yes. I said, just like my nitpickies with Andor, where um uh, with like a lot of people, the weapons look like something you could go to the flea market and pick up um <laughs> on Friday.
1: Yeah. <laughs> right. But we also gotta to remember too, Ahsoka, the boots she's wearing are a, a martial arts style Japanese boot. Yeah. So there is definitely, which I think is funny, you know, Ashley Eckstein, uh, when we had her on Weeby Geeks and then to hear her talk about in other interviews, Filoni originally wanted her to have a Norwegian accent. (laughs) Yeah. And now we're going, now we're going to a character that has more of a, more of a Japanese, um, style to her. I I'm almost thinking, uh, Tom Cruise's character from The Last Samurai is I'm how I'm saying, seeing is how I'm seeing Ahsoka in this.
0: Ahsoka, since we've seen her come back in Mandalorian, she's gone from strict um the way the Jedi were strictly to more of a um traveling
1: samurai or a Ronan. Yeah, right. She is definitely more of a ronin. And, and no. I'm kind I'm kind of seeing that with Balin and and Shin as well. They're almost a, a Ronan esque. Yeah. But I'm almost seeing them more into the uh medieval side as well as is that rogue crusader
2: yeah i mean technically ahsoka would be a ronin yeah because she no longer has a master
1: but Balin and shin are almost like a you know knight and squire knight and squire in uh of the of, the, of, the, of a crusade right. of a crusader
2: yeah i can see that yeah
1: yeah so which is fine right
2: all right uh any other nitpickies Oh. Yeah. going go all right <laughs> So now we'll move on to the bad. And uh, the only thing that was really bad for me, and I know other people have complained about this, but it wasn't a huge deal. But it just, um, going back to what you said earlier, Mike, about the episode feeling, the pacing feeling a little slow to you. It didn't feel slow to me because the episode was very short.
1: I didn't even catch that time wise. What what was the runtime yeah, on this one?
0: Thirty seven minutes.
1: Really? Which what?
0: is which is on par with what we've had with Mandalorian and some of those other right. ones. Right. What
1: what was the runtime on episode two? Forty four minutes. Yeah. And episode one was like
2: fifty ish. Okay. Um, and that is including uh, credits and everything. Yeah. So the the entire thing, including credits, was thirty seven minutes.
1: Okay. Yeah, it it felt slow for a thirty seven minute episode to uh, me, for
2: sure. It Did not feel slow to me.
1: I I just thought the just, tempo <laughs> the the tempo was was to me. It, the show felt longer because of the tempo. Not even realizing it was a thirty seven minute episode. Interesting. It, it just felt, it, it didn't, the first two I knew had a slightly, slightly slower pace because of all the information they were trying to make sure they hit. Right. Which, but it didn't, I knew it was slow, but it didn't feel slow. Because I knew, okay, we got an hour 36 of content that we're getting first two episodes. What are they going to do? And I was okay with it. Knowing eight episodes, these two episodes were, were fine. mini movies to get us into this little trilogy, so to speak. This episode felt longer than thirty-seven minutes, which for me, what was the tempo? It, tempo just seemed a little
2: off. It definitely did not feel that way to me.
1: I mean, there were some yeah. great high points in the in the episode, but it just, I, I, I for me, I felt some drag. Yeah, interesting.
2: See, I, like,
0: I thought the tempo was just right. Um, I the uh, same thing that always annoys me with these is um, where it, you're going, going all of a sudden. But wait, credits? Wait a minute.
1: Yeah, <laughs>
2: yeah. It's
0: almost like not. That it's just a cliffhanger, but it's like mid thought almost. It feels
2: like sometimes. Yeah. I've noticed that. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, do you guys have any bads? I, I don't have anything that I, was bad. I don't think.
1: My nitpicky is kind of almost the same as the bad. Yeah. Knowing now that it was 37 minutes because I didn't pay attention, and yeah. I think it was too short to to feel to feel that it deserved that it got the tempo that I felt it had. Right. If it was um, a 45-minute show, then okay, the tempo may be right, because they're trying to stretch, but to Or to be 37 minutes, and knowing they usually try and cram so much into 37 minutes, I felt like the tempo was not there for that.
2: But there was a big action scene, space battle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, they finally got the oh. um, World War II dogfight scene they wanted. Yeah, which reminds me, that's another piggy I had. During the dogfight scene, I liked the, the um, I liked the way that the the enemy ships were were uh, handled their um their blaster fire, but it didn't seem like they were doing any damage at all. Yeah.
0: yeah. Well, you got to think, um, the Ahsoka ship has shields to start with. Yeah, true. Although, um, nitpicking on it a little bit, the ball turret in the back of a ship looks like it came directly out of World War II bomber.
1: Yes, <laughs> that's what most of the ball turrets look like because but the-
0: usually you don't see them in live action.
1: We've always seen them
0: in animated.
1: Right. Well, the but we we kind of see the ball turrets in uh, Attack of the Clones and um, uh, yeah, and
2: yeah,
1: yeah, and, and those those are very similar to the to a bomber side side ball turrets as well.
0: Yeah, but those had the um, the different gun where it had like the deflector dish on the front of it and right. This this looks like it's got the two side mounted um, fifty cal's.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> I mean they're blasting
2: laser bolts, but yeah,
1: um, there was another ship that had that.
2: I did like it gave me the uh, the a little bit of the Millennium Falcon feeling, yeah. Um, from from a new hole when when Luke and Han jumped into the gun turret.
1: Yeah, well, if if you remember too, with the ghost, it's got that front all turret just like on a right. bomber, like on a on an old bomber as well.
0: Yeah. Talking old ships. If you notice, um, what did the um, six fighter ships on this remind you guys of? It? it took me a minute to figure out what it was when I saw it. Uh, I finally what it was. It reminds me of
1: Shins. Reminds me. R- remind me of. Uh, and, and this is. Are, are, are we we're on positives, right? Yeah, the goods that we're, we're
2: wearing. All right, it? let's get into the, that's it for our bad. So let's get into we're, the goods. <laughs> we're in the weeds a little bit, but that's fine.
1: Um, goods. I I love how Shinship looked like a variation of Grievous's.
0: Yeah, yeah. these are definitely Clone Wars era fighters. Mm-hmm.
1: And and Merrick's and the rest of that group theirs looks like uh, propless mustangs. P-58s mm-hmm. or p fifty two. Yeah. yeah. And,
0: and I, I
1: loved that look that for that. Or the,
0: the racing planes from the Rocketeer. <laughs>
1: uh, know,
0: now think about it. It was a big, big body with those little wings.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you know, the the Mustangs were the same way.
0: Yeah, but like I said, th- this is that World War II fighter dogfighting yeah. that they were talking about from yeah. um, from Ro- from Rogue Squadron.
1: But but Shin, the wings were different, but the the main body looked exact to me. Had the feel and look of Grievous's yeah fighter. Also,
0: Shin's wearing the um, the Jedi. Head, like, with- yeah, use. the Jedi headset from uh <laughs> <have a> <laughs> Clone Wars. Uses. Yeah, yeah, it's all Clone Wars era stuff. Yeah, there was all kinds of good in these episodes.
1: Oh
0: yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. that was yeah. yeah, character cameos. You have um, all kinds of things. Like, did you guys recognize the um, the other senator other than Mon Mothma? Recognize the name?
1: Uh, would that be Zuno?
0: Zuno? Yeah. Did you guys recognize that immediately as soon as they said yes? There,
1: yeah, that was uh, Kaz's father.
0: I knew I recognized it, and then I had to double check and I was like, oh, that is what I thought it was.
1: <clears throat> it's Kaz's father from, from Resistance.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. And we see then how he he was anti-military. Mm, yeah. So now we're seeing, oh, why was he very anti-military, even though he forced Kaz into the New Republic Navy? Father is a coward. And I oh, yeah. love I loved how Hera shut him down. Did you serve in the war? What did you do during this whole time period? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Where have you been hiding? Hera was she really came out strong this episode. I really dug. Yeah, yeah, and, and I just got to that point in Rebels season four where she she's going up against uh, against um, Mon Mothma and Organa in regards to the new info about the tie defender and. Yes, they need to go to Lethal and destroy the base, destroy yeah. that factory. And I'm like, okay, we're getting that Hera now in in Ahsoka too, and I'm digging mm-hmm. it. Up. Well, I, this had a great
0: one liner in it too. Uh, I'm just like I said, I'm scrubbing through the episode as we we're talking about this, and um, when Sabine's in the ship, um, now I love how fixing the ship is just hot wiring stuff in the cockpit. Now, nowhere else yeah, in the right. ship. With- <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but um. She, um, when Ahsoka asked her, did you fix the ship? And um, Sabine's like, yeah, I got it. I got it. And Ahsoka just straight. Great. Now get me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <floating> away. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, is it? I, I loved to was it Mothma? The S house, Jason? Yes. And then and then the next scene, here's Jason walking down the hallway after she leaves the the chamber.
0: I think that shoots down my theory of um, from the trailer of who has Luke Skywalker's lightsaber, because that kid's not old enough to be the person we saw in the trailer. Correct.
1: (laughs) Correct. But glad to see him. Yeah. So I'm hoping we get more of him in the series. Oh, yeah. I, I, I really am. hoping. I'm sure we will. Um, another positive. Uh, I loved I loved Hunang or Huyang in, in this. Yeah. How much more time do you need? More. I need a little bit more. A little bit more. <laughs> and then all of a sudden the shutdown. And then when he powers back up, uh ah, it's complete. Well, that took a little longer than I thought for my backup batteries yeah. to re- to reboot.
2: Saw, what did so, I miss? I saw uh I forget where I saw it, but somebody commented that Oh, he's the most annoying. He's the most annoying droid now. And I'm like, no.
1: No, no, no. I don't think no, so. No. It's who Yang. He's not
2: 85 yet.
1: It's who Yang. It, this, it If you thought he was annoying in Clone Wars, then yes, you're going to find him annoying here. Yeah. Yeah. I loved him in the Clone Wars. And this is the ideal to have David Tennant carrying him over mm-hmm. voice wise. Keeps the attitude. And this is still the same attitude of, you no, know, did you have to tell her? Why wouldn't I? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, I told the truth.
0: It's the truth. (laughs) and um, the way David Tennant voices the character, the the his <laughs> cadence, his um, the way he does his accent, the on different words, the way his clipped, just the way he, the way he talks, that um, it's not his normal one hundred percent his normal voice. He's actually yep. doing a yep. voice character, even right. though it sounds just like David Tennant. Yep. But you could tell
2: it's not it's not the Doctor. Yeah.
1: Who Yang yeah. right now? Go ahead. Sorry, Derek.
2: I was gonna say David Tennant now. Um, in at least three of the major franchises. hmm Yeah. Doctor Who, Marvel, Star, Star Wars. Wars. Yep. Now we need to get him on Star Trek.
1: Yeah. I would love to see him in Strange New World. I think he'd be an interesting
2: fit for Star Trek. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, the For me, Hu Yang is uh, definitely, he's still stuck in the old Jedi Order.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: definitely. You know, it's, it's, it's like, like it's the Clone Wars gonna, really didn't happen. That's where his personality is. Yeah. And, yeah, and I'm I'm loving that. And that's what's needed with the Jedi right now. Is that someone who's who has the ties back to pre-Clone Wars?
0: He's something like 25,000 years old. I know. So it's like the Jedi Order fell 20 years ago or 30 years ago. That's nothing for
1: this droid. Oh, this droid's seen the seen the Jedi Order fall how many times exactly I mean you know what everything the everything, Empire. The, everything with the with the fall of the starlight beacon and all that with the High republic
2: mm-hmm. well I just just uh I just had a quick thought about that you'd think maybe he should be with
1: Luke I thought I we tu- that last week we, we touched on this last week
2: did we yeah yeah he had the t- I, I, oh, yes, that's right. Yeah.
1: Yeah, because I made the comment that maybe Ahsoka hasn't told him about Hu Yang yet because, one, he has no students. Two, the temple's not ready. His temple's not ready.
2: He had he had a student for five minutes in Grogu.
1: <laughs> yeah. He couldn't chain them down. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. We can mail that one home.
2: That's going to go in my bad category.
1: <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, my, bi- my big good, though, the purgles. The purgles were awesome. Yeah. These looked great.
0: Hu yeah. Yang's um, the description of them also, and he did not know they were there. Right. Yeah. yeah. That was a cool revelation that, um, according to Hu Yang, the Jedi had actually knew about other galaxies and knew how to travel back and forth at some point.
1: Mm-hmm. What? Because of the purgles. Mm-hmm. Great.
0: great. That's another thing that people have been flipping out uh, across the internet is how this show has broke um, George Lucas's rules because it goes outside of the Star Wars galaxy it's like I don't remember there ever being a hard and fast rule that there's only one galaxy anywhere no yeah
1: no <laughs> plus it, it was alluded to anyway at the end of Rebels that they may have left the galaxy
2: yeah, I thought I
0: thought they had actually just
2: gone to, like, the unknown regions or something. Right. Yeah, but it, it's also, if you really think about it, it's in the opening line. A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. From where? Other galaxies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Galaxy.
1: So, so where's the hard-set rule that there's only one galaxy?
2: Right. There isn't
1: no, because with this, this could say then say we're part of the Star Wars galaxy in another galaxy outside of the Star Wars galaxy.
2: Right. and So we exist in
1: the, is, the same time period.
2: My only question is, um, what's in this other galaxy? This
1: is true. Use our ball. I obviously. Could be. Obviously, Purgles. Yeah, right. Well, he
0: said the Purgles actually travel between galaxies. Yeah. yeah.
1: But, and we know all this, too, because going back to the Halcyon, the Halcyon is a Purgle class ship. It has 13 engines on it. The reason why is to make the hyperspace jump as seamless and non-apparent as possible so it doesn't disrupt passengers on the cruise when you jump into hyperspace. You know, because think about it, Han, when when they're about to jump into hyperspace, would tell Luke and Obi-Wan, go buckle up, we're about to make the jump, or go buckle up, we're about to come out. Well, with the Purgle-class ship, cruisers... We didn't have that. You don't feel the jump in or the jump out because of the way the engines were configured for that. And Shug, who was the creator of the ship and creator of the Starline, is the one who studied the Purgles to do that. And of course, the ship goes back 275 years. So we're back in the era of the High Republic. So we know the myth of the Purgles back then, and the jump of the isn't it in the High Republic too? In in the in phase one when when they go to that other base that had all the uh it, it had that portal that kind of jumped to the planet that had the, the plant creatures on it.
0: I don't remember how they brought the Drengar in. for
1: Yeah, it, there were there was like a. A shuttle craft. There were there was some sort of transport that had the almost like a hyperspace link that took it back and forth. And I almost thought the uh, drain gear came from another galaxy outside of the star Wars galaxy.
0: I'm not sure. i got to go back and reread the books. I, I do as well.
1: But again, there were a lot of stuff I really liked about this episode. Yeah. It's just the tempo. This is what threw me off. I love the dogfight. fight. I love the fight through flying through the purgles. I love purgles getting shot. And they're like, yeah, cool. Whatever. This is nothing <laughs> I was expecting. I was expecting a, a a tail or tentacle to flick out and take out one of the ships. <laughs> Miss that. Uh, but I love the ships. Um, I, to me, the ending of the episode was kind of it was like an afterthought with everything else that went on. But I, I'm still curious to know hyper, this hyperspace ring. Why is it so big? What? Well, like
0: Huyang Yang said, that theoretically, it's large enough that it would be able to travel between galaxies. Right. Because it has so much more power than a regular hyperdrive. In theory, the way it makes he makes it sound, it sounds like a um, standard ship hyperdrive cannot break out of the galaxy. There's not enough power. It's not fast enough.
1: Right. And this has right. got six.
0: This has, yeah, six Super Star Destroyer
1: hyperdrive. Seven. Seven? Okay. Yeah, seventh was man installed.
0: Well, you got to think. this. It's got to be able to go to another galaxy. And then I'm thinking it's so large because you can uh, dock a Star Destroyer inside of it. Because remember... Uh, Thron took his Art Destroyer with him. Mm-hmm. Did he? He was on the starters rear, That's what the Pergo grabbed and took it with. That's them.
1: right. I I thought they just grabbed Ezra and him, but no they no. They, they broke through the yep. they, they broke through the win, uh, the window front windows and, mm-hmm. and latched on. You're right.
0: And somehow Ezra and Thrawn survived the vacuum of space. But hey, we'll just let that go. <laughs>
1: sure. Um, they used the Force. That's right. <laughs> so Ken, why don't you take us home with a uh, last bit for this?
0: Well, it's time for the ratings. What do we actually truly think about this episode? Now remember. Remember, our ratings go from plus three to minus three, with the zero being just right down the center, just a good episode in general. Yeah. So, number a plus three would be the perfect episode. This is the one episode. Out of everything that everybody has to see, this episode and then minus three. I don't think I've ever seen that anywhere. That's the. This is what no one should ever be subjected to in the entire history of anything. Twilight or what is it? Beyond the stars or something like that.
1: Beyond the <laughs> stars was not bad. I enjoyed it. I've
0: not seen it yet, so I don't know. That just <laughs> I haven't either. What was the other know. one? What was the name of the um the Turkish Star Wars ripoff? Oh yeah, Urza's Wars. Something like that. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So. I got I got to find that one watch it. But you know, yeah. I want some, I want some of those figures. Even though I yeah. know they're supposed to be um you bad, can get them. bad counterfeits. Them I, I know they're bad counterfeits of Star Wars figures, but they're so good. I, w- I want them.
0: Like I said, you can get the you can get the modern version. Hasbro <laughs> calls them the Retro vi- sir, uh, Series.
1: Ooh, <laughs> <Boo> hiss. <laughs>
0: so, when do you guys start off? What do you think?
1: I will start us off. I I'm giving this one a, a solid 2 again. Okay. Yeah.
2: What you got, Derek? I'm going to say, um, for me, I really enjoyed the the episode. I enjoyed everything that was in there, the purgles, everything. So uh, the only thing that really bothered me was the shortness of it. So I'm going to go with a 2.5. Okay. Wow, those are actually really high marks you um, enjoyed it yeah,
0: I really enjoyed it but it, um the way the ending ended where it like feel it felt like the the fade to black was an afterthought in the middle of what was going on yeah. um yeah. I'm gonna give it a one five because it's still it was still a good episode mm. but it wasn't the best thing that they could do They have room to grow still So remember a zero is just a good episode it was just solid so a one five is still really good
1: <laughs> our total average this episode is a two. Sounds good. So, uh, last week, last week, our total was our, our average for last week was 2.3. Uh, this week's a two. Hmm.
0: Hey, we we
1: said we're going to keep track of it. So I'm keeping track.
0: I guarantee there's going to be episodes later that we're going to want to put threes on, even though it's like, Oh yeah. A three, the perfect, perfect episode.
1: Well, and, and I think, too, when we when the season's over, uh, we'll recap and go, Okay, here's what we committed to in the beginning. Now that the whole thing's over, is there anything we would want to change in Mm -hmm. previous scores? So we'll have our first. This is this is first impression. Mm -hmm. We'll do our first. First impression of season eight of episode eight, but then when we do the full season recap the following week, we'll do a revised scale of the episodes, episode by episode. Let's see, let's see what we have to say once everything's compiled together. But I, I'm I'm kind of liking this experiment that we're doing with this. Yeah. For, first impression, and then I mean, sorry to throw it on you guys, but we'll do a revised rating afterwards. But I think I think once the whole show is done, yeah, let's do a revised.
2: Yeah, because. Yeah your feelings might change.
1: Yeah, plus we'll, plus we'll see how everything has compiled together. And once everything is compiled together, does that change, change how we now view at the earlier episodes? Right. So, oh, yeah, this is going to be fun. I, I, I with the Soka, we're, we're modifying and adding new things to, to us as well. Ooh, exciting. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> so that's going to wrap us up for this week's fulcrum files on, uh, here on Wookie radio.
0: You know, I stopped the star speeder with my face once. My forehead's all bando.
1: Okay, uh, we, we may need to get J7 in, into the shop to get looked at.
0: After all of this, I'm going to need me a hot water bath and a nice long recharge. I don't uh, know if I'd send him to the shop because they may not let him back out.
1: This is true, too. Uh, uh, send him to the shop. Send him to the shop. <laughs> <laughs> On that note.
0: Gentlemen, sounds like there's only one thing left to be said. Give the evacuation code signal.
1: All right, cut the chatter. Jake, I can hold it. Pull up! No, I'm all right. right. Ah! I have placed information vital to the survival of the rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. I've
0: lost R2!